everybody welcome to another episode of from the south with love uh got another week that's right oh, man another week how's it going brother yeah man it's uh it's getting wild bro we're getting close to this election uh this is uh the world is um the world is kind of you know going crazy right now i mean we had this hurricane zeta just uh came through you know what i'm saying uh yeah it's uh it's been wild out here. Everybody, you know, hopefully everybody's safe out here, you know what I'm saying, especially down here. You know, in the south, I know Georgia, you know, we had a area, a lot of people lost power. I don't know what's really going on, like as far as the grand scope around the country, you know what I'm saying? But you know, shout out to everybody who uh you know what I'm saying, it has some sort of uh, you know, uh issue with that. Hopefully everybody's kinda kinda got good. Um and if not, you know, hopefully that, that continues to uh that situation improves. But but yeah, bro, it's uh it's been crazy, man. Like man, how did y'all was y'all good over there bro yeah man everything was was good of course you lost some power like in the middle of the night i think everything started kicking off around uh four or five a.m yeah that's gonna hit everybody so yeah man we was out of power for a little bit but we wasn't like everybody else you know it, it eventually came back on like that morning so yeah same here man yeah so yeah hopefully everybody uh everybody's good man we definitely don't want nobody uh out here suffering as a result of that. Um, but yeah, man. So, you know, we always, uh, always gonna look out for that, man. But, dog, oh, man, it's, it, it's been a minute. Well, I guess it ain't been too long. It's been a couple of weeks. We tried to do this thing last week, man. Some, uh, we had some, uh, a couple of things, uh, uh, you know, interfere with that, man. But, it yeah, was yeah. Tactical difficulties, you know. You know what I'm like we never left. We're back at it, you know. Um, but, but, dog, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't really know where to begin. I'm, I'm kind of let you, uh, I'm gonna follow you, bro, because I, I'm, oh, bro. I mean, you get all the heavy shit out the way. Yeah. Um, you know, right now, uh, Philadelphia is, is like under fire because, uh, it was another, another black man shot by the police. Uh, this, he was, uh, he, you know, he had a, mental disability and came at the cops with a knife and instead of, you know, trying to de-escalate it, they, you know, unloaded by like 14 shots at him. So, wow. 14 shots. 14. So, you, you know, the city, the city, everybody's riding and, you know, looting and, and whatnot. So big prayers out to, to Philadelphia. This is Walter Wallace Jr. Yeah, Walter Wallace Jr. Yeah, and I mean, I, I um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of you know catching up on this one to be honest with you, man, because I know this is a, uh, yeah, man, this is a, uh, it's kind of been going up in flames up there in Philly, you know what I mean? Um, you know, it's a lot of black people in Philly, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, oddly enough, man, you know, um, Philadelphia, that's another one of these cities, um, you know, that's you know, uh, ran by the left, you know what I'm saying, with the mayor and the, and the governor, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's weird, man. See, here it is now. That shit just, yeah, see, I ain't even trying to, I ain't trying to play that shit, brother. But yeah, it's, it's, you know. But yeah, man, it's crazy, like, how you, how black trauma is always, like, a click away, you know what I mean? Like, and, and like, you can just have, like, a tweet about a politician, like, that shit just get taken down, you know what I'm saying? Any kind of information is just, oh, man, you know, we, we can't besmirch them in any type of way, you know what I mean? But, like, Oh, if you want to see, you know, a brother getting shot, you know, hey, just click here, you know, click a link here, click a link there. Jacob Blake, that shit was just like a snap of a finger, you know, George Floyd everywhere, you know, <laughs> like it's just, it's just like that, that shit is just, it's, it's so easy to find. It's like we, we want to push this in your face so much because like we're trying to push, listen, I'm not trying to besmirch anything that's going on as far as, you know, people trying to, 
you know, do their thing or whatever for, you know, the cause and all that. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we got to we got to look at this thing with fresh eyes and realize, man, like this shit is a pattern. And like for this to happen, it is a pattern. for this to happen the week before, like, come on, bro. Like we a week before, we a week before the election, bro. Like, come on now. Like, let's 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 use our heads here, man. And, and, and really think about these people. And and, and 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 follow the patterns, man. Follow like why why are literally all of these things happening in 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 these left wing cities? Like why why is this always the case? Like, I I don't get it. So you know I just want us to you know think about who benefits from this and think about you know who, would they be capable? Do they have the resources? Do they have the control of that city to pull that type of thing off? I just want to throw that off because I, I don't see you know what I'm saying we see a certain support being thrown behind these types of things and it's always towards that side so you know i just want us to like kind of keep in mind like uh, is this really about black people or is this really about votes like let's 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 keep that right. in perspective i mean there wasn't nowhere uh to be seen like two years ago three years ago so it's like right now it's just anything you say is is unfortunately is a pander yeah, it's, you know, it's a pander for votes. Uh, I guess that's a good transition, you know, and prayers out to the family of uh, of uh, Walter Wallace Jr. Um, you know, they got to be tough, you know, witnessing family member getting shot down. Can't just, you know, prayers out to the city for real, for real. Uh, but, you know, speaking of pandering, you know, it is a week. Well, probably less than a week uh, before the election, and um, man, they they're in full force, man. How many text messages you got, bro? Probably about at least a good eight or nine per day. Like it's getting out of hand, bro. Like if I get one more text message from like some black voting project of some sort with some chick, you know, what I'm saying with a, with a, a very uh, you know ethnic name you know hit my line like like bro like what, what trying to hit me with negro vernacular like yo bro like what's like what was popping with this vote you know like, nah bro like <laughs> say that shit bro. like, like get, get that off my line bro like I'm not, I'm not trying to see that bro it's like like y'all y'all do whatever it takes you know what i'm saying to not give us shit as far as a candidate is concerned or shit as far as any type of uh progress is concerned but then try to beat us over the head with but you gotta do it nigga you gotta vote you gotta you gotta choose something like why <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i, I don't want to you know, jump into the cube conversation that we had a couple weeks ago but man it's, it's just crazy how they just they don't give you shit but then they make you choose something like because it's your it's your duty you know or die nigga or die like <laughs> nigga, i ain't about to die <laughs> like fuck that bro like and you know ain't nobody like nah like that's just like it's, it's, it's wild to me, bro. So, you know, if I if I hear another Raphael Warnock, uh, motherfucking uh, ad, John Ossoff, look, bro, if y'all get these niggas out of my face, bro, like, like I just want to click uh, click on a link and not have to deal with that shit. I want to go to my mailbox and have to deal with that shit, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's too much, bro. It's too much. It's so, a lot. Man. It is a lot. <laughs> so what about you, man? You been, get, you been getting bombarded with that? Uh, I've just been getting a few. Uh, I, you know, luckily I haven't been getting the, the, Yo, uh, I'm black and you're black too. Uh, text messages, but um, I did something. Uh, I uh, text back. I was like, "Yeah, I'm good on these text messages. I already voted." All right, and you know, it was like, "Okay, cool." Uh, da 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 da. Have you told five people to vote? I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> 
about to block you. <laughs> you in here, uh, where, you know, don't respond back to the text messages, people. Don't respond back. They will tell you somebody on the other line. <laughs> it's, it's like a phone call. It's like, if you if you hang up on them, they'll have to talk to you. Uh, yeah. But if you talk back, you know, they're going to try to give you the whole spiel. Bro, like I, I've never. <laughs> that's a, it's, it's a good uh, experiment you had there. Because now I know what not to do uh, with, with with these folks, bro. So like, <laughs> it's like a never ending circle. Never ending circle. Wow, it's like one. Okay, one 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 dude was like, "Yeah, I voted. My mama voted. Everybody voted. You know, just get you know get the fuck off my line." So like, all right, we took you off. We we took you off the list. It was like. Like right, <laughs> like we we believe y'all would, would abide by this no college. That made no sense, man. But and I just you know I'm just ready for it to be over with. I'm ready for it to be over, man. But you know the crazy thing about it is, man, like with these mail-in ballots, what what they're saying is like that shit could be substantially delayed because as long as the vote itself is put in the mail. You know, before you know the, the end of election day, that shit still got to be counted. So we got to wait for that shit to get through snail mail. Like my nigga, like how long is that gonna take? You know, sometimes snail mail takes seven to ten days. You know what I mean? Like, like I, that's a fact. So I mean, but, I, um, I feel that with all the early voting and the voting that's gonna happen on Tuesday, they're gonna have a decision by uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. All that that mail and stuff ain't gonna count. You know, Trump is gonna try to make sure that he's in, or he's either gonna lose or win. You know, by the actual vote. Yeah, I'm 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 very interested to see how this goes because you know, obviously, you know, we are um, more exposed to the black community, um, and you know, we hear the black community in the majority of the way that they're going. Um, you know, and and you know, we we mo- we know how most black people think. Um, but it's it's crazy, man, just because, you know, looking at the, the majority of it, like, like is the because, you know, at the end of the day, the Democrats can never do shit without black people. Like as far as like trying to get somebody in office, you look at the last couple of times they've been able to do it. They've been able to get that. They've been able to get through to black people with, with certain people like they like Barack was able to do it. Right. You know, Clinton was right. able to do it. You know, they, it takes a certain kind of kind of motherfucker to get the black vote, to get black people to really come out. You know what I mean? Like all the way back mm-hmm. to the you know to the Woodrow Wilson days. You know, that's really when the first one that really popped it off and really kind of flipped that whole black Democrat thing. You know, with the with the deception and all that. So it's, it's crazy, man. Just like really, just like looking at that from that standpoint, it's just like, man, like is it gonna be enough? Because you remember the Hillary shit wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? Like they <laughs> they, they tried that shit. So um, you know, it was yeah. not at all. So you know. Yeah, bro. So, I mean, if you don't have somebody charismatic enough to, to just take that black vote, you got to try to, you know, just really demonize the opponent to, to such an extent, right, that, that you can just get, you know, kind of kind of fear monger people into doing it. So I feel like that's mostly what we've been seeing. You're like, oh, man, you know, we all going to die, man. He going to get us killed. Uh, you know what I'm saying? With the, the COVID and all that. Like, I feel like since, and since we don't have a popular candidate in Joe Biden, somebody who could really, like, command a crowd, like, you know, how Obama really just, like, kind of just took the world by storm, right? It's like it, the, the opposite tactic is being used. It's just like, okay, let's just, you know, let's just, you know, put put it up against this other uh, opponent so much to where, you know, like, hey, man, you know, look, we got to choose this guy, right? So that's kind of, you know, when, when you're not invested, you know, uh, like, like, like myself, when you're not invested in either side, you can kind of just look at this shit from an objective standpoint and kind of look at, you kind of sniff the bullshit out. 
Um, and, and I got to tell you, man, it's just like I think being at this point, I, I feel like it, it, it feels a lot better, man, than just, you know, because I'm not going to lie. I was one of yeah, I was one of those people, man, who, you know, just was blue no matter who. You know what I mean? But I kind of had to have my own awakening. Um and, and and kind of realize, man, like this this shit, like you can't fix systemic racism within the system. Like that doesn't make no sense. No. <laughs> like, it's crazy. So I don't That's know. Why, you know, you can't register to either side. That's why I don't register to either side. It's just, you know, you gotta Yeah. yeah. But hey, if you if you vote blue or red, you know, you know, crip or blood, just <laughs> you know, uh, just do your thing, you know, nobody's judging you. <laughs> True. Nobody cares at the end of the day. No, like, no, all no. of this does not matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I promise like, you. <laughs> at the very end of the day, none of this matters. Yeah, man. I think. Um, I think my favorite, one of my favorite. Uh, it, I have. There's a lot of quotes I like from um, from Mark Twain, but his favorite one for me was, um, "If voting made a difference, they wouldn't let us do it." Like I'm like, okay, wow, yeah, that, that's that's profound. <laughs> that, 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 that is certainly uh, par for the course of uh, what we're dealing with right here. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, what else we got, bro? Man, it's it's so much going uh, on. Oh, speaking of systemic racism. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of Umi Sushi in Atlanta? I have heard of it. I've, I've never visited. You know, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm vegan out here, um, but um, I've never visited. But you know, I, I have heard about the place. Yeah, man. Um, so everybody's trying to are, you know, speaking about uh, boycotting them uh, because there has been a viral video of a nigga trying to go there with uh, with some tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. And then them not saying, not allowing him to be in there. Big black nigga. He's uh, he's with his lady. You know, it's a night out. He's fresh. He had the fresh ones on. You know, some the white Air Force ones. And you know, the the host was like, "No, he can't come in here. No tennis shoes." Uh, and of course, you know, it escalated because. When there's always somebody that stated that they can't go in somewhere where, you know, whether shoes or a coat, a black person's always in this situation able to point out the person that got in without having to do that. And that in <laughs> this case, uh, was a white woman wearing some tennis shoes right at the bar. And, um, you know, of course, they still was like, that doesn't matter. We talk about you. You can't come in here without tennis shoes, nigga. So, uh, so you know, he goes out, he gets mad, and, and of course, he 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 runs into the owner of the. Of, oh, is a uh, is a Indian fellow, and oh, he was like, uh, you know, pretty much trying to the argue his case, and he was like, no, you can't, you can't do that. You know, it's like you got shoes. You coming out the restaurant and you got tennis shoes on right there. Uh, and um, he pretty much was like, "Nah, you know, you can't, can't come." And of course, you know, he that dude was angry by this point. Got in his face, uh, pretty much trying to bully him. The guy is obviously rich, yeah. so it was like he was he was shooing him away. 
it was real, you know, look down energy he was giving uh, the black man. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the Asians, the Indians, uh, and that establishment was like, uh, we don't care if you don't, none of y'all ever come again. So, you know, it, it was an obvious uh, popular restaurant because it's packed during Corona. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, you know how good your restaurant is. If you can fill it up, during the pandemic, um, so man. yeah, man. What's, what's, what's you think about that, man? What's that's, it, that's crazy. It's, it's, a, it's a tale as old as time, you know. Really, you know, growing, you know, living in the South for real, for real. Right, living in Atlanta, actually. Yeah, um, you know, they they always looking for a reason to not to not serve niggas. You know that that, that kind of goes back to you know them days, right? Um, you know, I think you know one of the funniest things to me is you know how like black people kind of look for sympathy in this like you know people of color bubble or whatever. Like, like oh, we all right. yeah, like we all we, you're not <laughs> like like let, let me let me like rewind that back, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I can't even like, find sympathy amongst <laughs> people who are are considered black. Right, but see, I, I mean, it's first of all, this 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 sushi thing kind of reminds me of that Starbucks shit from a couple. You remember that? Uh, <laughs> you remember the shit? Like it was like they wore like a BLM shirt. It was like Starbucks just started start catching all that, uh, catching all the heat because you know, like, oh man, you know, the, the little rent and all that kind of shit went down. This kind of this kind of put me in the mind of that. Um, but you know, we we go to patronize these you know non-black establishments like religiously, right? This, this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? We we ain't going to you know EJ's, you know. Barbecue shack, like we we we, go, we trying to go to you know we trying to go to that shit because we know you know, man this this the nice shit you know what I mean we 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 you know we 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 on another level we we done with nigga shit that, that that's how yeah that's how you know that that shine mindset is right they just you know we always trying to just you know go above and beyond and and, and, and be different and all that kind of shit. But my brother, it it is a dangerous. It's a slippery slope and it's a, a vicious cycle. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle because when you do try to go. uh to a black establishment. Now I support black uh always. Right. But we we, we gotta, you know, on this podcast, we 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 speak with love, so love is being truthful and honest. Uh you know, there's sometimes where you go to the black establishment and you know it's just it just ain't right. Either they it's it's some elitist bullshit oh, or it's uh are they they just you know either uh or they they just ain't doing right it's just like it's like it's so sad that we have to always be ten times better our mediocre can is like probably uh <laughs> is can be others uh great or good but our mediocre if we're mediocre then um we can't accept that like yeah, and it's kind of something that's just been uh, uh, pushed and pushed through us. Because look at um, like our like our movies, and look at um, just all types of stuff that that uh, it just seem as that you just can't get through. Because, bro, how many black establishments have you ate and be like, you know? You had like a genuine, a hundred percent great uh, experience. Yeah, 
And, you know, I think this is, you know, one of those. I and mean, I think the, 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 the place I was going with that is, you know, not necessarily from a point of a, you know, we only can can do that. But I think when we step out of that, that realm sometimes and I think we I think it, it's the expectation is, is kind of where I'm getting yeah. at, like what we expect and how we expect to be treated. You know, when we when we when we go certain places and, and, and we really we expect people. We, we feel like people are just like, oh, man, they, they love us here. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, man, everything's cool because, you know, hey, man, you know, that, that this is this, these are our people. You remember the thing? This is probably last year. You know, the, I believe this was the uh, I don't know if it was Korean or but it was, you know, a hair store. Right. And, and, and you know, that the owner was you know doing a racist shit. But, you know, it, it, and, and it blew up. But the next morning. You know, it was just sisters lined up around the block, you know what I'm saying? Because they had a crazy sale to, to counteract the negative press that they got. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we, we go right back to the shit. And I feel, right. I feel like that's kind of the problem I got. Um, and and I, I've, I've had plenty of, uh, you know, bad experiences at, you know, um, patronizing companies of, of, of either ilk or, or either right. ilk. Yeah. Um, as I sit and, and, and sip this downright uh, hazy IPA from downright you know, uh, down home brewing company, Decatur, Georgia, black owned. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got a shout out my since since we on that topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah we talk, we gotta talk about it. Shout out to all the black. You know, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to shout out to drinking black up in this mother. Yeah, but, uh, but but yeah, bro. I mean, I feel like you know. Oh yeah, shout. Out, you know, just thinking. I was just thinking a, a quick shout out with sports podcast. We will we'll, while while it's on my my mind. Drinking black, smoking black. Shout out to Sean Kemp for oh, yeah. having, you know, you know his uh, dispensary. Him and oh. uh, Gary Pe- Payton in uh, Seattle. Hold up, they got one in Seattle, bro. I know that's got to be like, yeah, wow, wow. Sean yeah. Kemp and Gary Payton got a, a the first black uh, dispensary in Seattle. Bro, if it wasn't for Jordan, them niggas would have had a ring. And I don't care what nobody saying, bro. Like they yeah, would have had one. Facts. <laughs> like that's that. They went, they went, they went no joke out here, bro. But yeah, shout out to them, man. Like, yeah, Seattle, Seattle know what they're doing as far as the, the legalization is concerned. You know, I, I feel like that's one of the, um, you know, one of the uh, political carrots that, you know, the left has kind of dangled out to black people. You know what I mean? Uh, but shout out to black people actually being able to, you know, do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's just, it's just very difficult. You know, we were talking about the out here and thing, how, how tough it was even for him. And like, I'm sure, you know, Gary and Sean had, they had their own issues with it. And these are millionaires, you know what I'm saying? Like breaking into this field. Um, so when, when when black people are able to kind of do that, uh, I, I just really, man, I, I really, I really respect that, man. So shout out to those those guys, man. Anybody out there in that area, man, be sure to go ahead and patronize that place. Um, hopefully they got that organic, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully they got that. <laughs> hopefully they got some good, some good uh, natural strands over there, man. But but bro, like, yeah, man. I mean, you know, so I mean, I, I guess just trying to bring that home, man. It's just. It's tough hearing that, you know what I'm saying? I think we've all have had poor experiences, um, you know, in either place. Uh, but I think it, it kind of goes to like, you know, we need to, I'm not saying that everything is out there for us already, but I think that the end game and the end goal is to continue to build towards that so that we can eventually have our own shit. Because you look at these places and, and these these great uh, civilizations and these great uh, communities that were, you know, in the past, you know, obviously everybody, you know, now is able to kind of hone in on Tulsa in 1921. But, you know, even there, there were many of those around the country, you know, from Greenwood and all around us, a lot, a lot of different places where we just kind of. Um, uh, and there was one in Thibodeau where, where you know, my family uh, come from. So oh, I yeah. recently found that out. See, that's and, and that, that's beautiful, man. And these folks was like fresh out the Civil War. Right. right. And it's like you, you, you see these people able to kind of build these communities like. And they, they, their views were that of, hey, it's not a 
It's not a, you know, globalized thing. It's not a, you know, nationalized thing. This is a community thing. You know what I'm saying? We don't want that, that much interference. We just want to do our own thing and be left alone. And that's how they were able to kind of build each other up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this integration, a lot of this globalization and a lot of this, you know, uh, democratization is kind of what like fucked us in the end. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like us trying to, you know, loop all this stuff in. You know what I'm saying? Because we talk about the ones that got burnt down and all that. But at the end of the day, a lot of the other ones crumbled because of, you know, like sanctions and, and, and they were taxing. Like you got black millionaires coming up, you know, brand new black millionaires, just, 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 just you know, rising to the top of their communities. But, you know, the, the government sees that. And, and what do they do? They hit them with these taxes. And, you know, if you got that old, you know, uh, old oil money or that old European money or that old slave textile money, you can handle that. But if you're a brand new millionaire, what, what's going to happen? You, you're going to look, you're going to be like, all right, man, my books, man, this is, this is tough, man. How am I supposed to handle this? And they, they were just, they just hitting us, hitting us, hitting us with all that. Um, and, and, you know, outside forces kind of cause our economies to crumble. So and then and, and look at and, and look where we are. You know, we we coming back to, you know, to the table like, hey, man, help us out. You know, can we get something? So and, and now we are, we are uh, dependent on other uh, outside uh, cultures um, yes. in order to, uh, you know, that's how that's where we spend our money. at. You know, just the whole uh, Birkin bag conversation that oh, man. You know, people were talking about. Oh. I mean, how much money are they making off of that conversation? How, none, because do you know? Do you know the process of getting a Birkin? You have to you have to show uh, tax records, and um, you know, <laughs> no, really, you got to be put on a list. They, they make them uh, customize. It, it, it's a whole process to get a Birkin. You got to qualify for a Birkin. <laughs> you have to qualify for a Birkin. Yes. I'm not surprised at the price though, because it is. It is like I mean, the cheapest ones is like the cost of like a car, right? Yeah, and and most of the ones that the rappers and the women like that are are uh, resells. You know, people that already went through the process. See, man. So um, it's 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 nasty. Uh, with with all of this cuz black people's uh addiction or crippling need to uh, validation from from either I don't know if it's ourselves or others having us spend so much money outside of our communities so much I mean the George Floyd thing was you know tragic as it was it was a, a slight blessing because there was more people buying black, you know. That's true. That's true. Um, As a result, but it's so it's so much more that we can do. You know, you know, you can bank black. And, you know, it's not just black uh, food establishments. We got to think about, you know, start focusing on uh, black uh, audio finance companies. And it's just like it's it's such so many steps that you have to take to to get through this. And I don't, even, I can't even fathom the the beginning of it, but I just know that you got to start uh, within, start with the people around you, and it'll just spread. You know, if everybody gets on a common consensus that they want the community to be, uh, you know, proactive and and, and uh, progress, have us to actually uh, have some some say. So we have to we have to start it ourselves. We have to we have to start with ourselves. And you know, it's so it's so sad that you know, because of the systemic shit, because of people, you know, us getting kicked out of establishments, or us having this mindset that our own people will uh, will 
probably snap us on the back for to get ahead. Yeah. The you know the classic crab in the barrel mat mindset that we was talking about another episode. Even though we're you know crabs are an ocean. Um, yeah, it be on people, man. It's I I don't know. I don't know if black people can can unite, or I just know that we we have to learn how to to agree to disagree for a common goal. Yeah, it starts in the mind. Like I mean, it, it, it does. And I mean, I think you know, looking at it from you know the community standpoint, I mean, we we so in love with Walmart, we so in love with Target and all these big corporations, but all these places are as a result of marginalizing like the the the, the black grocer. Right. The guy who, you know, was out here, you know, hey, I'm giving y'all vegetables. I'm giving y'all fresh fruit, X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's like, you know, those places, you know, kind of crumble. And, you know, the big supermarkets say, hey, you know, they're, they're great. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these other huge stores, you know, they're so convenient. They're so amazing. But how did they get there? You know what I'm saying? They didn't start like that. You know, they started in these white communities and they, they got built up. A lot of them, some of them even started in Europe and shit. You know, I mean, people they, they think Trader Joe's is just like American as fuck. It's not, bro. That shit is from Europe. So, I mean, like, it's, it's just, you know, we, we look at this thing and, you know, who is who is building these things up? And it's like. They 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 got their shit. They build it up, and then what we do? That we we come on top, and then we build their shit up too, right? And who's building up? building ours up? Nobody. You know what I mean? We don't. And I think you know we look at it even sometimes even from a, like a service standpoint or from a you know community standpoint. Obviously, some of this stuff. You know, black people do got like some elitist tendency sometimes. That is some some of the worst shit to me. Like the elite black shit. That shit is kind of annoying. But like, I mean, when we talking about like real people and like real grinders, like real business owners, you know what I'm saying? You know, sure, like they, they might have, you know, their service might not be on point, but you know, a lot of these places like that, you see the best service in the world, that, they had their hiccups too, you know what I'm saying? They had to work through them. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we gotta, we gotta continue to do that, you know what I mean? Like we, we see, you know, people in the Asian community, they have issues, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, like a lot of people seen it in, in our jobs and things like that, you know what I'm saying? We'll see like a, a uh, um, you know, a conflict between some people, you know, maybe it's in the Hispanic community, maybe it's in the Asian community, but you know what they do? They, they keep that shit in, in house. You know what I mean? That, right. if, if, even if they got an issue with that, you know, like, oh man, you know, you know, Mr. Rodriguez fucked up my account. Damn, now I'm going to Mr. Hernandez. Like that, that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, Hey, I'm about to, you know, just completely jump ship. You know what I mean? Like we, we still going to stay within the community. You know what I mean? So I just, I feel like we need to kind of do that same thing, man. And kind of like, even though, you know, you know, obviously we're we not perfect. We're going to have issues and we we're going to have things to improve on. We got we got to work through that stuff, man. It's kind of like a team trying to get back into a winning record. You know, what I mean, if we just, you know, every time, you know, oh, man, our team sucks. Every time the quarterback throw a pick, you know, we, oh, this nigga trash. Take him out. Like, bro, like, we got to keep working through this. Bro. Like, hey, like, 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 yeah. huddle up, huddle up, bro. Huddle up. You know, what I mean, that, that's what we got. Hey, we need to recognize the pariahs that come and feed off of our people. Uh for their own benefits. And I mean that for white people. I mean that for any other race that comes out. I mean that for black people. Because black people will use black people to get ahead. Bro, like no other. Yeah. Make no sense. But yeah, man. Shout out to Kanye. Yeah, I've not heard the Joe Rogan interview, but like... Me neither. But I, I am I'm going to listen to it. I heard some of the Nick Cannon interview um, and, and some of it. I found myself like, man, uh, <laughs> I found myself being like, damn, Nick, like, like, shut the fuck up. Let him cook a little bit. Like, he, yeah. he's, he's talking a little bit. You know, he's not. Obviously, I'm not saying like he's talking about himself a little too much. But at the end of the day, like, is Donald Trump not talking about himself? <laughs> like, 
I, I got it done. I got it done. You know what I mean? Is Joe, not, is Joe Biden not out here talking about, you know, oh, man, you know, I, I, I've been 47 years of politics and blah, 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 blah. See, like just, just boosting themselves up like a motherfucker, right? So, you know, I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I have a very cynical view of politics and politicians in general. But, like, I tend to, you know, it, it, I, the non-politician, I, I, I kind of I'm at least more interested to hear what the fuck you got to say. So, That's true. Yeah. But it's 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 uh it's it's crazy, man. Just uh just thinking about uh some of these uh the way that if you told me, you know, even just four years ago, you know, I'm like, oh man, you know, Kanye's gonna be out here uh, on on the ballot, like like, <laughs> like what? Like, he's not really on the ballot in a lot of these places. A lot of people are writing them in. There was this Jennifer Aniston thing that came out. Did you see that shit? Uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he said, uh, "Please don't vote for Kanye." <laughs> and uh, I don't know if it's if it was Photoshop or not, but. Uh, I think he came back that nobody wipes friends or some yeah. shit. He's like, don't don't vote for Kanye. Uh, you know, say it's basically saying it's not funny. And this nigga was like, friends wasn't funny either. Oh yeah, <laughs> that shit. That shit was pretty hilarious, man. So I um, only watched Friends because there was nothing else on TV. Yeah, man. Not that many channels. You know how that shit is like. They they push that shit in your face, man, to the point where you think, oh, it's got to be good, right? It's it's on TV all the time. It's got the Emmys and all that kind of shit. But when you go back and watch some of the shit as a grown ass black man, that shit ain't really hitting like it you thought it was. And then you know, especially the fact that the only time they had uh, black people on there was uh, for the white man to sleep with. Yep, I, I remember one black character. I remember one black chick. And like that's the only one I remember. Like you know, I, I feel like she was with one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, there's a black woman on this on the show. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that was the only time I ever seen a black person. And this is New York, right? What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, it, it, it was. It don't even talk about Hispanic. <laughs> don't even don't even try it. <laughs> but, you know, Asians are nothing. They just had to throw a black woman in because of the fetishization of the black woman exactly. by the white man. Oh man, that is a whole episode right there, brother. Yeah. But uh, you know, we we had we'll talk about that uh, on another episode, maybe with a black woman uh, yeah. guest, because you know they can yeah. speak on that a little bit better than we can. No doubt. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Let's talk about some sports. You know, we can do that. We, we can do that. <laughs> we can do it, man. I. Uh, as as we're on the air, man, I, I just uh, successfully traded Ezekiel Elliott. I'm, I'm very nervous about what I just did, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But you know, I just wanted to go ahead and put it since we're switching the sports. You know, what I'm saying I kind of just made that move, man. Dallas Cowboys, they are falling apart, bro. Yeah, man. Um, still pressed out to Dak. Um, Shout out to Dak, man. He was balling, man. The, the team is crumbling. The team is already bad. Because they ain't had no damn defense, but like now the offense is struggling, so it's just like it's all bad. Yeah, who they got out there? Who who? Uh, Andy Dalton, he got hurt, right? Andy Dalton is the quarterback now, and that nigga he didn't got hurt, and now they got um, what's his face out here? Some kid, I think he's like a seventh round rookie or something, named like Danucci or something. So I've never heard yeah. of him. Um, so that that's part of the reason why I'm like, look, I'm out on this Ezekiel Elliott shit. But like, I I think but, but the the funny thing was like. A couple weeks ago, I was like, have I ever seen Ezekiel Elliott without Dak? And I was like, damn, I haven't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And these last couple weeks have been bad. <laughs> right, yeah. It's been bad. You, so. think, you think handing the ball off is easy until, yeah. you know, somebody different hands off the ball. 
No doubt. And I mean, like, and then like the mobility that a quarterback provides also helps the running backs a lot too. Like just because the defense, you know, the backside kind of has to honor that rollout. They got to honor that read option a, a lot more with a mobile guy than an immobile guy. That's so, true. Then the O-line, man, O-line decimated, man. Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, Zach Martin hurt, Joe Looney hurt. Like everybody's hurt. Travis Frederick retired, but like that was their strength, the O-line. They didn't got that. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's looking real – Real nasty for them. And it's already a nasty uh, division. They still might make the playoffs. They still are in it, <laughs> oddly enough. <laughs> but um, it's, it's just nasty for them, man. Um, yeah, man. It's all bad, man. It's all bad, man. But, you know, NFL, I mean, hey, this has been a very weird COVID kind of year, man. Falcons are playing right now. I think it's so weird to me just because – I mean, I feel like at one point in my life, man, a Falcon, a Falcon game coming on, that shit was like an event for me. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, shit, Falcons are playing today. They, they playing tonight. They playing, especially a primetime game. Like, oh, shit, I got to have my shit in order, bro. Like, my day got to be a certain way so I can have my ass sitting down for the break. I didn't even, I forgot they was playing until it was like halftime. I'm like, oh, shit, they playing tonight against the Panthers. Like, uh, holy shit, who the fuck them? Yeah, that, you know, that's a sign that you, that you, uh, you kind of separated from them, you know? I think it's uh, one of those things that's like, you know, it's like one of them relationships where it's just like, I'm not letting you hurt me anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm taking a step back. You know what I mean? Not, not saying I, I don't F with you at all no more, but like, I'm, I'm not emotionally invested in myself. Uh, that's how I am with the Saints, man. That's how I am with the Saints. I, it, it, it hurts too much. It was too many gut-wrenching uh, playoff lose, uh, losses for me. Like, it, you know, it was back to back to back. I was like, oh, man. You know, I fought with the Saints, you know, but y'all got to make some changes, you know. (laughs) No doubt. Something to believe in, you know. Drew Brees ain't it. I mean, already he was was all lives mattering us, and then he said the shit that he was saying, and then – then he had the nerve to be sorry when after he did that, you know. Let Paul take him. You can't. You can't be sorry after that. Yeah, you got to come out there like Tom. Nobody said nothing about Tom Brady voting for Trump because he's gonna vote for Trump. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, but you know, Tom Brady out here being uh, player of the month, bro. You know? So it's like Tom being Tom, <laughs> and he still got his arm. He he threw like a forty yard pass, a touchdown pass, bro. That's I'm telling you, bro. That that, that TB twelve, that vegan diet, all that shit, bro. That shit ain't no joke, bro. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> Tom out here, uh, you know what I'm saying? Still. Um, out here, got he got it, bro. Like, I mean, and a lot of people don't like to call him the goat just because, you know, hey, man, we don't want to give this white man all this credit. But, god damn it, I don't know if you can't not say that. But hey, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go uh, down that road. But man, NFC South looks like it's it's in his hands right now. <laughs> it's all about. Yeah, it, it really does. It, it looks like you know, he pro- he uh, hit the checkmate in his battle with Belichick. Yeah, um, it was like, uh, uh. it was like. Yeah, all right. I'm a system quarterback. Make have you know do the system quarterback when you don't have me to the uh, eventually come back because with Jimmy Garoppolo with you know Brissett, yeah, Tom Brady was going to eventually come back. Exactly, Matt Castle. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like it was always that case, and now I got to man. Cam, Cam is looking bad, man. I hope he turns yeah. it around, but he he is looking bad. And, I, had, and I, I just don't know what it is. It's like it's not that he's not trying. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, 
I mean, throwing the ball has never been his, his, his huge, uh, you know, um, his, his huge strength. But, I mean, he's been able to get the ball down the field effectively. Even with guys like Greg Olson, even Ted Ginn looked good with him uh, on occasion. Corey Brown and these random receivers he would make look good. Uh, but the, it's just not working out with Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, and, I mean, these other guys, Amir Bird or whoever else they got. Um, it's, it's not working out. I mean, he's doing these little dump passes to James White and, 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 and running. But I, I don't know. I feel like they just don't really know how to uh, effectively utilize him. And I don't think they really effectively uh, surrounded him with the playmakers that he needs. So, right. and I think last year the Patriots they were a defensive team, and they're still a decent pass defense. But they kind of, when it comes to running the ball, you can kinda, you can you can kind of punch them in the mouth, and that that's not you know conducive to a, a, a team that you know Cam Newton has. So he he needs a team that's going to at least stop the run because you know he's a he's a running quarterback. You know he's going he kind of like controls the clock with the, his style of play. And if you're not able to do that, it's just oh, it's, it's looking all bad, man. But you know, the Panthers seem to be rolling along here as they uh, continue to, uh, you know, play without him. Uh, you know, they're playing the Falcons tonight. I mean, I, I expect them to win. But uh, Falcons win, and they got the ball 25 to 7. 25 to 7. That's a lot of time with five minutes left, but still. Hey, I, I think I, I'm surprised that, that they, they're they doing that. I'm, I'm also not really thrilled because leave it to the Falcons to, to get, uh, you know, a W when, when we absolutely don't need one for any particular reason. You know, that, that, that's just how. That's just how we do it. Um, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, we talked about uh, before that I feel like, you know, they're stuck with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones regardless based on their contract unless they get, you know, considerable compensation for them. Uh, so who knows? Maybe they're going to run it back and just have a new coach. Maybe it's Eric Bieniemy. Maybe it, it, maybe Atlanta would be bold enough to get a black coach. We'll see. I don't think they've ever, ever been bold enough to do some shit like that. But, yeah. I mean, it, I think – I mean, I mean, that's my thing. I'm like, damn, like, it's Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, is there a, I, I feel like as far as cities are concerned, going to an NFL game on a Sunday, um, other, outside of New Orleans, I mean, really the NFC South in general, and maybe Baltimore might be in this too, but how many places do you see more black folks as far as like a, as far as an NFL game than Atlanta, New Orleans, um, you know, maybe Carolina, Carolina, it get pretty black out there. Um, Baltimore is another one, I'm, but I'm struggling to find any other ones like in, in my brain right now. Um, so it's just like, I feel like if anybody would be ready for something like that, it would be Atlanta. So, I mean, who knows, man? Um, but, um, I guess, you know, kind of bringing it back to what we were originally talking about, man, it looks like uh, Tom Brady got control of this division and he just got a supercharged weapon, uh, that we have yet to discuss. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Antonio Brown. Hey B. Is 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 uh, week nine, man? He's eligible to uh, return. They said he was out there running around yesterday. They said what, I don't know what the I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but I feel like it was something along the lines of "looks incredible" or some shit like that. <laughs> like, like, it, like it was a very high praise. So I'm like, oh boy, Bruce Arians said he looks great. Or you know, he yeah, he looks great out there. Oh, uh, so who knows? You know, he was, he was great with Tom Brady and um, that one week Patriots for that one week. Uh, and so, I mean, it looks like uh, Chris Godwin has just injured his finger as well, so he might miss a little time. So he might be walking into a starting role, low key. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, all right, I'm walking in. Hey, I'm starting. Like, let's, and I feel like Antonio Brown's the kind of guy that he walks in starting. He's not gonna just like be one of these niggas that come out here like three catches for 37 yards. I feel like he's gonna come out here with like 10 targets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, Tom Brady's the if you catch the ball, I'm keep throwing it to you. Type right. quarterback, so, and I gotta tell you, man, Gronk is looking looking better. Look, Gronk is yeah. looking, he's getting he's getting his uh he needed he needed that time, you know. 
Yeah. A time to uh, party and, and lose weight. <laughs> right. <laughs> so no doubt, man. He kind of got back in football shape a little bit. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, I feel like they're – and I think that the thing nobody's talking about with Tampa Bay right now is this defense. What the fuck, bro? Like, these niggas are here. Yeah. You see what they did yeah. to Green Bay a couple weeks ago? They locked those niggas down. Aaron Rodgers looked horrible. Aaron Jones can do nothing. Like, it's not just a good pass defense. It's a great run defense, too. Like, they're the number one run defense um, in the NFL, and they were a great run defense last year, too. But now the cornerbacks, you know, Carlton Davis and, 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 and my other guy, I think it's Jamel Dean, like, them, them boys locking down. Uh, I believe they got, my, uh, was it Antoine Whitfield Jr.? Man, they, they got some studs out there, man. I'm just like, this looks like a Super Bowl uh, potential champion. I would love to see them versus Kansas City, if I'm being quite honest. Um, that would actually be pretty good. Uh, you know that would uh, give uh, that would kind of make uh, Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, my bad, Patrick, uh, a legend if he if he would beat Tom Brady in in, uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I think you're right, man. But uh, don't look now. But week twelve, hey, we get that matchup. So hey, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> we might see a preview. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, you know. Especially, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot of things going on with the league. Um, shout out to this, to my Saints. Uh, they're just moving along. Just I don't I don't know what they're up to. You know, I guess they're just trying to make make their push. Um, but I want to talk about Mike Thomas. Gotcha. Don't know what. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know what's going on with the brother. You know. Fighting teammates, just you know, he's just—I don't know—he's probably gonna get traded. To be honest, you know, that would be wild. But that's that's what uh, they, they'll try to mediate it. But if he keeps on wilding out, they're gonna trade him. They traded people for less. You're right about that, man. I mean, I remember some some of you are coming to mind right now. Yeah. So, yeah, man. What you what you think about that, man? Man, I don't really know what's up now. I mean, I guess they're, they're saying he's got like a, a hamstring issue. Uh, I don't know if that's code for something or if he, he really does have one. But um, it's it's just it's, it's crazy, man. Just looking at how this season is gone. I mean, I just expected him to just come out and just be like a hundred catch guy. You know what I mean? Like, and like I, I thought everything was gonna be rolling smooth, man. But it is not. I mean, it, it has just been all bad all year, man. So hopefully that gets turned around. But yeah, man, it'd be weird seeing him gone like Brandon Cooks, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Brandon Cooks wanted to leave. Uh, I think Michael Thomas likes it with the Saints, uh, th- or at least likes it with Drew Brees. Uh, we we just have to see, man. Um, they they already paid him. Uh, their main focus should be trying to pay Kamara, um, okay. and uh, secure that. Yeah, man. Um, and Pittsburgh has been been uh, really bossing up on on people. You you uh, you seen how they did uh, the Titans? Well, that was a good game, by the way. It was a good game, man. Um, the defense obviously is still a, a, a problem even without Bush. Um, it, it's just crazy, man. Like just watching that team. Um, you know, <laughs> we kind of like we're making a joke about how like you know, oh man, AB Le'Veon. You know what I'm saying? Like. They, they just reload with the niggas around being like they, they just do that. <laughs> like just always some more killers coming, like some more young young killers every time. Oh yeah, they they just have some really good, uh, really good uh, GM 
really good, you know, recruiting, uh, you know, scouting uh, staff, really. I got to tell you, man, like, it's, the dude been hurt since, like, week two or three, but, like, I'll tell you, Deontay Johnson about the closest thing I done seen to A.B., bro, like, like, like in Pittsburgh. I'm like, bro, like, that shit, look, that shit, I feel like when Ben be looking for him, it's like he be, he be seeing that shit, like, oh, man, this, this made me feel like I'm, you know, on the 84 again, bro. It's like, that, that nigga just be flying, bro. Like, he just be making plays, like, all over the field, bro, like, Every time I look at the target, man, it's like, oh, man, I had 13 targets, 14 targets. Like, this man, he is looking for him. Then you got Chase Claypool. This dude, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Where did this nigga come from, bro? Notre Dame, obviously. But, right, he, yeah. Nobody's looking at Notre Dame for any wide receivers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like it's just it's just weird, man. The only, the only ones I remember is him and, like, I guess, Will Fuller, I guess, that went, went there, too. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But I mean, I think it's it's just it's crazy, man. Just looking at like the explosive playmakers they got, and, and Juju is just you know down here chilling in the slot. Um, you know what I mean? Like I thought he had disappeared for a few weeks, and now he back too. He had him with him a nice game uh, this past Sunday. So man, it's just like he's got weapons all over the place. James Conner looks healthy, um, and I mean when you got a defense like they got, even Ebron is kind of you know doing doing okay. You know what I'm saying? That tight end, he kind of found himself a little home there. So. I don't know, bro. They look like another Super Bowl contender, man. They look like one of the best teams in the AFC, man, between them and Kansas City. Um, you know, I guess Baltimore still have something to say about it. But I feel like – I don't know if I see the same juice with Baltimore like I saw last year, but, you know, they're still going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're a playoff contender. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no doubt. Yeah, that goes. I think the teams that really stick out to me the most so far this season, like in both conferences, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and AFC. And, and the NFC, man, is looking like, you know – it's looking like Tampa Bay and, and, and Green Bay. Like that, that game we saw a few weeks ago, I, I expected it to be much better. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, th- those are the teams that are really just like step, stepping out and kind of just like looking like they're separating themselves. And obviously, Seattle, I guess I'll be remiss if I didn't mention that. Uh, I, think, I think it's for me, it is Tampa Bay and in, in Seattle. And. Um, I would say Kansas City, yeah, Kansas City and Pittsburgh uh, for the AFC. Uh, did you see DK Metcalf hawk down that dude in that game? That dude is special, bro. <laughs> he is special. Some Daryl Green shit. <laughs> it was yeah. wild. Well, that was crazy. I mean, it 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 was unreal. He was always in the in the end zone it was just hawking it was just like it was like a movie I know I seen Julio do it I, you know they tried to compare it. I was like I mean Julio the dude was kind of slowing down Julio still hawked him but dude picked picked off uh, you know Russell and was gone uh, and he just came behind him and like like the uh like the Terminator or something. Yeah, man. Yeah, but uh, Seattle, I think Seattle has a chance, though, this year more than others. Yeah, I agree, man. I think, you know, I think we looked at DK as like he's going to be like this incredible athlete coming out of Ole Miss, man. But we saw how excited Russell was to get him there. And he's like, 
oh man, you know, you know how positive you are. Oh man, right. can't wait to get him the ball and can't wait to work with him and you know, we're in plays with, with DK, man. You know, it's going to be great. You know, it's like, okay, like he's got a lot of work to do. He's a great athlete. We'll see. But he was right as fuck. <laughs> like, like he, he was right about this nigga, bro. Like, he's been working. Like, that was just like, he got to work with this dude and it's, it's been a problem ever since. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he looks good. I mean, that's, that's all. He, he's, uh, a monster of a, a wide receiver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. And it's just like he's built like a tight end, but a wide receiver. And then fast. Nobody was, you know, nobody was expecting him to be that fast. Dude is like. Because he's so big. It's like, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, man. It, I, it's like it ain't nothing really like him out there in the league right now, man, uh, other than other than Julio, I guess. Yeah, uh, Julio's probably the, the closest. But I, I sometimes think he's stifled with, with Atlanta. I think so, too. I, I think a lot of that has to do with quarterback play, but I don't want to go on a, a Falcon tangent because I will talk about, uh, you know, the uh, ineffectiveness of, of Matt Ryan and his, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, I guess consistent supporters who always say that, well, look at the numbers and look at this and look at that. And, you know, oh my God, man, you know, you look at the yards and all that kind of shit. But, like, dog, like how many times is this man going to have to hit guys as they have to turn around and catch the ball? Can't get no yards after the catch. I mean, can't hit a can't hit a deep ball in stride to save his life. I mean, you're talking about every good receiver he's had has been like a receiver that's just like, duh, of course he was gonna be a great receiver. You know what I mean? Like Julio Jones, like these blue chip prospects, you know what I'm saying? Like Ryder White was already a thousand yard receiver when he got there. Calvin Ridley was already a flat out stud. Tony Gonzalez, you know, Hall of Fame tight end. It's just like the, these players, they they just, you know, I mean, he's just been gifted so much talent. They've had to make such ridiculously difficult grabs over the years i just feel like he gets bailed out i feel like he got a quarterback that maybe move around a little bit better and kind of like hit guys and strike kind of be a little bit more sync um and have a more of a more zip on the ball man these guys know how to catch the ball man they gotta catch these ducks coming from matt ryan every year you know what i mean they can have somebody with some with some far level zip you know what i'm saying kind of get it through the linebacker and you know not get picked off in, in, in clutch moments you know things like that um <laughs> would, would be nice to see um but anyhow you know i i, I could talk about those numbers all day long because i have so many so many things that i've seen over the years that i'm just so sick of seeing um <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just so bad man. I'm, I'm ready for a new quarter i'm ready for just some just a, a dramatic shift man i feel like nobody's really off limits to me i mean obviously you want to Calvin cap really is probably the future but honestly everybody else I, I i literally would not be hurt if anybody else was gone so they trade julio you you'll be all right Depending on the return, yes, I would be okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's coming. Well, I kind of called that uh, earlier uh, in our podcasting um, back in the old days. I said, Calvin Ridley, you know, he is the future. You know, they they'll get rid of Julio before they'll get rid of him. You're right, man. And and these teams, bro, like they don't like to carry two top notch wide receivers. Like especially when you got to pay both of them. They're like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. Right. Let's and I mean, go for the the younger one because we can stretch paying him uh, a little bit more. Exactly, man. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's so many times I've been wanting to see, like, oh man, it's gonna be such a great receiver. Oh, uh, Falcons are one. Oh, wow. Out of seventeen. Motherfuckers. This is. It was like let's let's ensure we don't get a top pick. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like let's ensure that that does not happen. Uh, that is uh, always the case, uh, even when uh, the season is already disappointing. They continue to disappoint. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's going to sound very bad, uh, you know, probably to a Falcon fan who might be listening to this, you know, oh, man, you know, but, but, but if, if you just, if you knew 
to the Falcon fandom, bro. Like maybe you feel that kind of way, but anybody who's been here for a while know that it's time for a change, bro. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's it's about that time, man. It's y'all, <laughs> y'all team is a, a special one. That's all I could to say, you know. And uh, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all fans special as well. So yeah, some of them are delusional. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't lie, man. I think it was Bomani Jones who was saying like he's off that narcotic. I, I am too. Like I'm, I'm, like, I'm not like all the way out, but like I'm definitely off the narcotic because the narcotic has you like believing like like fairy tales. You know what I mean? Like believing that Tack McKinley and Vic Beasley can get to the quarterback over the years. Like, like it, 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 you, you drink that Kool Aid. You know what I'm saying? That Brotherhood Kool Aid. But like really? I'm, I'm, I'm done with that, man. But like I'm, I'm definitely willing to take a look and see what might happen in the future, man. But yeah, man, just watching the Saints lap us, basically, the Buccaneers take the fuck off. We ain't played them yet, but I know it's going to get ugly. Um, <laughs> it's going to get so ugly. Um, and uh, Carolina, I mean, Carolina wasn't even really trying to win this year, right? I mean, they, uh, we got Teddy, and, you know, we got an injured Christian McCaffrey. The defense is just a bunch of rookies. Like, and, but, and, you know, they still compete. You know what I mean? So they playing with house money. So I don't know, bro. Like, it's, it's just uh, – it's all bad. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, I think the league is kind of going off, man. Um you know, the COVID season doesn't seem to be – I don't see the season stopping, as, as we've said in the previous episodes. I think it is going to play itself out. Um, but I, I just uh, – it would be interesting to see if – I had somebody tell me, man, like, hey, I think L.A. team going to win it, you know, just because of how L.A. has been doing, man. The Dodgers just took the World Series, man, so shout out to them. But, um, yeah, shout out to them. That was, that was pretty cool. I was talking to somebody from Cali yesterday, and they were telling me, like, you know, the Lakers have 17 championships. The Dodgers have seven, right? So, like, and you you add them up, and that equals 24. And I was like, well, well damn, like, that's 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 crazy. Like, that, that's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of beautiful looking. So, um, you know, shout out to LA, man. You know, uh, definitely want to, you know, have no problem with them doing it for Bean, doing it for Kobe, man, and, and doing it for Nip, and just doing it for all of them. So, man, shout mm-hmm. out. To yeah, like I said, I went, I, I went to LA. It's, you know, they definitely have a culture there, and I kind of, you know, going to different cities throughout the years and being from here, I feel like Atlanta lost their culture when too many people started moving in. Man, you you about to you about to start preaching now. I mean, because I like I'm a transplant. Like I came here like oh oh three, uh, but. The thing is, since since I was a baby, I was coming here at least every every other summer, or every summer because I have people here. Uh, so I've I've seen Atlanta throughout the years. Always had traffic. Always, <laughs> always had traffic. It, um, always was black, but now it's like that black excellence. It's lost because it was just like it was unapologetically black. Exactly. In the nineties. Even the early two thousands was still black, you know, and you know it was it was areas that that people are partying now that one would never fathom <laughs> walking through. Can you imagine? I mean, not even fathom. And and that's all and that's all good, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still have a, a great time, you know. So, I would definitely agree that the gentrification has taken shape here um, in, in, in very high high regard. Um, it is, you know, definitely uh, shifted 
uh, whether people want to admit it or not. It wasn't uh, living in Gwinnett like that. Bro, Gwinnett, it, it, it's like a lot of people have kind of like, you know, shifted to where they are, man. And, you know, a lot of niggas is just like, you know, instead of being, you know, I remember niggas just always be be kicking it at Greenbrier. You know, niggas was kicking it, you know what I'm saying, South DeKalb. You know, like niggas was, niggas was at, the, at, at at our side. Not everybody, you know, going to Linux and shit, going uh, like going to Linux Pittsburgh. was like a special thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is just weird now, bro. Like, the whole whole, whole dynamic has just changed, bro. Like, I, I don't really, um, I don't really know, man. Everything designer, but it ain't, you know, it ain't black designer. Like, we, we getting these Italian designers and these European designers and we wearing this shit, like, you know, like that, that ain't how it used to be. You know what I mean? Like niggas, it was, you know, we were shopping at Walters all the time. You know what I mean? Like we was, right. like, it, was it was like, things was just different back then. Like the way, the way they are now is just, you know, I, I think, you know, let's just say it's another episode. <laughs> you know, we can, we definitely speak on, 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 you know, Atlanta and just the South. Cause you know, everywhere I, I live all through the South. So I can talk about various places, but, um, Speaking of Atlanta, you know, we got to talk about the Hawks. No doubt. Looks like, you know, they're thinking about trading that six pick. Hey, man, I would be I would be cool with that. Like, I, I would be cool with that. I feel like they're trying to make a playoff push, man. Like, how you uh, – yeah, they, they said they were they're, they're trying to make a playoff push this year. They got the team for it, you know. I think the biggest thing for me is just don't mortgage your future by, you know, including your core pieces. You know, I mean, I don't think you should be trying to include anyone of, you know, obviously Trey Young is not even in discussion, but uh, I don't, you don't need to be trying to include no, no Cam Reddish, no DeAndre Hunter, um, John Collins. I mean, I, I mean, I've heard his name floated out there due to contract negotiations, but it would take something substantial for me to consider talking about a John Collins. And, and, Kevin, and Kevin Herter is a guy, you know, I would not want to be moving unless it was just a part of a, a, a move to just really get a piece that was just really perfectly fitting. So, you know, I just want them to just keep that in mind. I feel like they will. I feel like Travis Lane's just kind of built a good, uh, good core, um, intact. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what they are, are, uh, will be able to attract with that kind of a package. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know what's out there for the number six pick by itself. I mean, if you're looking at just that pick, the, the one of the main ideas I saw floated out there was, uh, Mo Bamba, which, you know, He's not like a star or anything like that, but I think what he would do is accentuate the guy, other guys you have so so perfectly, uh, just because you know you have a, a, a an effective role man and and a, and a guy who kind of plays a power game and uh, John Collins who can also knock down threes also, but like he kind of can kind of breathe that rebounding presence down low and all that, but you know you have he he isn't really that rim protector and, and Bamba could do that, and and also himself kind of you know he's able to kind of step out and shoot threes himself, so it it, it would kind of just be like that perfect you know. Uh, big man tandem to me, like those two guys working together. Even back in that draft, I remember 2018, people were talking about even when we weren't necessarily sure if we were going to get Trey Young or not. People were saying, hey, man, if you get Obama, that's literally like the perfect piece to fit with John Collins. I'm like, okay, well, shit. Um, you know, and thinking about a couple years later, you know, him being on a team in Orlando where he doesn't really have a clear path for playing time, playing behind an all-star center in, in Kola Vucevic, um, it, it kind of makes a little bit of sense to me. Like, hey, Orlando, you had the sixth pick in 2018. You know what? Hey, you got a guy just because he was the best player available, not because he necessarily fit what you wanted to do. You know, a couple of years later, here, six pick again, try again, just give us bomb. You know, like I wouldn't, I would be cool with that. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, outside of that, is I'm, I'm having a hard time uh, configuring a trade in my brain. Um, you know, just like straight up for the number six pick, unless you're including other pieces, which would kind of get hairy for me. If I'm being yeah. Um, 
We'll see, man. Uh, shout out to to the last ball, brother, out there. You know, uh, you think you think it's possible he can fall to six? No, I think I think it's impossible. Um, I, I do feel like um, he's either going one at the latest two. Um, I don't. And I, and I don't know if that necessarily that, – that definitely does not mean that he's going to Minnesota or Golden State. I feel like it's a it's probably 50-50 whether or not either one of those teams stays where they are because both teams are – Golden State might trade. Yeah, yeah. I've seen one, one of the main teams I've, I've been hearing about um, is, you know, Golden State potentially trading that pick for Ben Simmons. Um, you know, I mean, and, you know, shout out, uh, you know, Yoda on that one. I think that was a shot Phillips had that. But I got to say, man, like I feel like that's just like – that seems low key perfect. Like him with Steph and Clay, like, oh man, you know, Ben can't shoot. He doesn't have to he doesn't have to shoot not a single ball. At all. At all. Like that would be fucking insane. Like you talking about, oh man, we lost KD. What are we replacing with? Oh shit. You talking about now I can get man, what him and Steph can play on ball whenever they want to, kinda interchange in that in that way. And he kinda, you know, obviously you got Draymond there, but Draymond of the, the core there, he seems to be the one who's aging. Uh, the worst there. Not not saying he's just like trashing them, but like he ain't Asian like Clay and Steph because their games are they, they they play the kind of games where you can play well into your thirties and doing that shit. You know, running around shooting threes all day. You know, what I mean, you can do that effectively uh, well into your thirties. But you know, Draymond back down here, you know, six foot six trying to bang with these centers every game. You know what I mean? Like that, it's a lot of wear and tear. So you know, I think he gives you an option there where you can kind of move him around. Um, and man, that 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 sounds just perfect. Now that Philly has. Daryl Morey as their GM, I definitely feel like a move is coming. Like I don't think he's he's not about to stick with Joel and and Ben because he, I think he understands that that is not really uh, a fittable uh, a fittable duo. If I'm being yeah, honest, I mean it, it just doesn't work. Yeah, it does. They tried it. You know, it's it, I think it's run its course. It's like you know mixing water with grease. Uh, it's just you know. Pick whoever you think is grease in that scenario, but hey, it's just yeah. I think um yeah, man, it's it's, it's weird too because I think everybody was kind of like talking about that model, you know, they had that process right where they're you know basically just oh man, we're taking you know this is the process we're taking you know best player available every single time they they weren't worried about fit at all you know what I mean it was just like oh man shit if if Jaleel Okafor is the best player take him there is no way else best player take him. And be the best player taken. Like they weren't really fitting pieces together, and I think people try to. And that kind of is one of the reasons why I like what Travis Schlink is doing with Atlanta because people can say like, "Oh man, you know, uh, it was a reach for DeAndre Hunter," or you know, it, they might have problems with Cam Reddish and all these kind of like things, and even like whoever they might end up with this year. Whatever you say about it, the pieces fit together. You know what I mean? So it's not about just grabbing the best uh, of potential player. It's about building the best potential team. You know, so that's what you got to look for. Yeah, you you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you can't trust. I mean, sometimes the process just ain't enough. Sometimes you know you you started with the wrong ingredients, so you know it comes out of shit at the end. So no doubt. Uh, so hey, you know we'll talk more about the NBA as as uh, that uh, draft comes. Finally, it's coming. But three weeks away, I think. Now, yeah, right? yeah, we, you know, it's coming. Like, uh, the season supposed to be started right now. Like, we're supposed yeah. to be <laughs> Yeah, the season will be starting this weekend. Uh, but hey, you know, Corona. Um, 
I gotta love that COVID. Man, oh man. Uh, lastly, I saw something on uh, on Twitter earlier. It was a movie trailer. Uh, Michael Bay is making a new movie. Oh shit! It's called Songbird. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, interesting premise. You know, is it is uh, it's in a uh, not so distant future. Okay. In which uh, you know. The world has been on a four-year lockdown. <laughs> four uh, year. oh yeah, four-year lockdown. <laughs> um, uh, and there is a disease that is running rampant throughout the world. Do you know what that disease is? Fear? <laughs> Fear. No, no, no. Uh, it is corona. Oh, man. That, but it's not wow. the corona that we know. It is a new super mutated corona, corona uh COVID-23. Wow. And of course, the main character, he he's immune to it, white fella. Uh <laughs> had to make it a white person. Now it, it disproportionately affects black people, so we have a white guy. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Craig Robinson, because he's in this movie. I, you know. Oh, uh, so so I hope my brother don't die, but uh, <laughs> Corona, uh, this this COVID twenty three affects the mind, and now they're living in this police state in which, uh, if you uh, test positive, they will throw you in this uh, this uh, shanty town with the rest of the affected people, and you're almost almost always going to. Uh, die uh there and it's like they go around kicking down doors arresting people who are tested positive Uh, (laughs) so you know this white man is trying to save his woman who uh i guess her grandmother or mother just tested positive in their apartment and you know you know the government is coming after them so he has to save them before the government comes get them michael bay I'm sure it's going to be ripe with special effects, explosions. Um, yeah, of course. You know, shit, you know that. You know that's Mister Transformers, Mister Bad Boys himself. You know that. That's how he. That's how he does. Slow, it. slow motion so- shots. You know. Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> where you know, where they turn their head just in slow motion. Slowly fire the shots and fire the pistols. <laughs> right. You know it, it's coming, man. Like. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen a Michael Bay film. Uh, I guess he was, you know, running out of ideas, so he came up with this one. So I guess we'll see, um, you know, what. what uh... well, shout out to uh, how what they they filmed it in the last seven months. <laughs> it's, it's like they did they did this movie within the last seven months. You know, probably didn't take them too long to film it. It was uh, probably all in the green screen, but yeah. Did y'all have a bubble? <laughs> yeah, I mean. That got to be a bad omen. You 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 in you in pandemic time and you doing this this uh it's kind of a read the room. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> like sometimes you got to be able to read the room effectively, and it doesn't seem like they were able to. Well, hey, maybe I think you know I think enough people are going to watch this thing. I mean, just because of you know, I think the fear of that's why I'm saying fear, just because I think a lot of this is fear. But I, I think you know the four year idea. I don't think is that. I don't expect this shit to end anytime soon, especially with this whole, you know, we were talking about the whole 
mail-in ballot thing. I think it's going to be pushed out further and it's just going to cause more and more chaos. And, you know, these companies are going to still be, you know, cautious. And I feel like, you know, 2021, I don't think it's just going to cut off. Like, I feel like it's going to be kind of like a slow process. And, you know, whether or not that's a good or bad thing, uh, you know, we, we can save that topic for another day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. Uh, he's, you know, hey. <sighs> hey, yeah. we, you know, I don't know when we, we're going to get, when this is going to be over with. Yeah. I'm just trying to go to concerts again, brother. Bro, like, where are the concerts, bro? Like, this is just like, I, I don't, we got, I'm trying to go to yeah. concerts. I'm trying to go to. Uh, I'm trying to go to games. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm that's just trying to be weird to me. Yeah, I'm just trying to be. You know, be out there. I'm not trying to be one of these limited people. You know how much those tickets going to cost? Whew. It's through the roof. Through the roof, man. I'm, I'm, I miss. I miss. I miss somebody hitting a shot, and then I'm hearing like a crowd go wild. Like I miss that shit. I mean, like that ain't gonna happen. Like, what, what, where is that? Like, that, that's like, oh, somebody, you know, scores a touchdown and like, oh, shit, like, the 20, the four, like, the crowd going crazy, you know, like, oh, shit, this nigga, you know, he's got to take it to the house. Like, like that, that energy is missing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I don't know, bro. Like, a lot of times I'd be watching games with, like, music on them, you know what I mean? Like, because the energy yeah. ain't there, you know what I'm saying? Let me just play some music and watch the game. You know, it's just, it's different. It's, 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 it's a different time, man. It really is. Hopefully it don't last like this forever, but you know, as we always say, we shall see. Yeah, man. Well, oh, you got the uh, the herb of the week, the the herbal corner, kind of corner. Right, man. You know, I feel like every time I begin uh, caught off guard with this, uh, I shouldn't be caught off guard. You know, to be honest, uh, should be uh, well prepared for this sort of thing. Um, but you know, I guess it's off the top of the dome, man. Um, one thing I really want to highlight today is, is Irish moss, uh, sea moss, uh, as is uh, discussed sometimes. Um, it's just really, um, it's really like a superfood, you know what I'm saying? And I, I just want people to be aware of it uh, because it, it contains, you know, 92 minerals uh, that the body needs. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it really is one of those things where, you know, if you're able to, you can honestly, you can make it yourself. Uh, that's what I, I, I usually do. I make my own Irish moss gel and kind of just blend it up. And I put it in smoothies and things like that. You put in all kinds of stuff, man. And usually you won't even taste it, um, which is good because, uh, you know, you're, you're able to get those benefits uh, without having uh, any type of, uh, you know, any type of uh, taste issue uh, whatsoever. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's just something that, um, you know, it's, it's rich in iodine and, you know, it has great minerals and it's a great source of protein, amino acids, manganese, all that. Um, and, you know, it soothes dry and irritated tissues and it's helpful for all types of chronic issues, chronic uh you know, uh, dry lung conditions, sore throats, all that kind of stuff. Um, it, it's great for any type of digestive problems also. That's why people say, you know, if you're, you're trying to heal yourself, it's one of the main things you want to make sure you're incorporating in that in that cleanse. Because, you know, we, we all know one of the best ways to uh, to heal the body is to cleanse the body. So, you know, like if you're doing like, if you're going through like a cleanse where you're trying to, you know, hey, man, I'm having, it's like a disease or it's like a, an ailment that I'm trying to recover from, you know, you want to make sure you're, you're incorporating Irish moss into that fast or that, cleanse that you're doing because you know typically we, we you know the recommended thing is to kind of do like a liquid fast or a liquid uh cleanse of some sort incorporating some sea some sea moss into that would just really help you uh so much because it helps you get those minerals that you might think you might be lacking because you're, you're you know when the body is fasting you know you're, you're, you're depleting it you're depleting the system so just something to think about there uh you know uh and and i definitely want to, to highlight that one just because i feel like it's just one of those essential elements 
of, of any type of alkaline uh, or alkaline uh, you know diet or alkaline cleanse uh, to you know to heal the body, man. So, so shout out to that man. You know, if you've never heard of Irish moss or Irish, I think people, a lot of people have heard of sea moss by now, especially in 2020. I feel like it's been it's been everywhere. Um, so just just wanted to give a little bit of context to it. Uh, just because it is it is legit it, it ain't no joke uh please give it a shot uh if, if you're able to no oh, yeah most definitely i've had cmos it it helps a lot that's all yeah. i'm gonna say um yeah that's our show man we till another time yeah, we're out